You're listening to ND Fan Radio on One Foot Down, part of the SB Nation family of blogs. I keep my hands on myself. Mighty fine day to you, sir. Welcome back. ND Fan Radio on One Foot Down, the One Foot Down podcast. Thank you for joining us this e- Well, this evening for us. Could be the next day for you. Either way, thank you for joining us. I am Irish Tightness at Irish Tightness on Twitter. To my left, drum roll please, my brother, ND McFly. At ND McFly. At ND McFly. On Twitter. That's me. And Cousin JJ, Dynamite! <laughs> best day ever, baby. Cousin JJ's having the best day ever, as always. Well, thank you again for joining us. We are one week away from college football. We've gone a considerable amount of time not being excited about it. I guess it's starting to finally hit me a little bit. You guys agree? Disagree? That it's, that it's upon us? It's did, a, you, did you watch the college football that's happened already? No, I didn't. I, watched, I didn't either. I watched that fight. So I'm, I, exactly, I watched we a lot together. of college football last night. Okay. Yeah. okay. I, you did? I did. I'm still kicking the can down. I, I'm waiting for the big the big open. So I did yep. not. I, did, I don't like. That's the equivalent of of, of peeking at Christmas presents, the, what you the, just the did. The soft open. Did, did, exactly. Did not, you watch Stanford or what? I, I watched uh, Hawaii and UMass. That was oh, a fun game. Hot that college was a, that football was action. Game. You junkie. The, the, the worst Jeez. Hail Mary uh, attempt in the history of college football at the end of that game. Next no week's podcast has been canceled to have an intervention for Cousin <laughs> JJ. You said I watched a lot of college football. I did. And then I you said Hawaii Stan- and UMass. I, hey, listen, I watched Stanford Rice. I watched a lot of the games. What do you want from me? Okay. I watched, uh, what, Florida A&M? No one watched that game? Oh the first goodness. game of the year? First kickoff of the year? Come on, you're, guys. You're a, listen, you, you call yourself college football fan? You, can, you, can't hear, you can't sit here and talk about college football in the first two minutes of our show. You're going to disappoint all the the commenters who, uh, who are taking shots at us talking about ourselves too much. Exactly. I just want to say what Cousin JJ just did by blowing out the first three games is like the, you went to the first item at the buffet and you loaded 70% yeah. of your plate. <laughs> and you get to the end and you go, oh, egg rolls. I want some. And there's no room. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's exactly what I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't right. be different if you were filling up with crab legs, but you got uh, you got the green beans oh, with the weird. Oh, come on. Too soon. Crab legs? <laughs> now we're talking about other teams. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're going to turn the reins over to Andy McFly here. Let him kind of uh, moderate, steer the ship. Yeah. Um, I want to do. I, let's, I usually get drunk and ramble. So here's what I want to do. And in, in because of, you know, because this is the age of Twitter and just saying whatever you want on Twitter, no matter what office you hold, let's do a, a real quick feedback. We mentioned a couple things and we're, look, we're men of the people. We do talk about ourselves, but we also bring up your tweets, not to blast you, but to address them. Somebody said, this was actually in the past, but somebody said that me and cousin JJ sound alike. And I just wanted to explain, we are all related. We are. And we're all pretty close in age. And we know that cousin JJ and I sound alike. That's really, really you, depressing for me to hear, but we're aware. Okay. So and then, what, what do you want me to do about you it? You don't look alike. 
Oh, Here, thank God. Here's what I did to it. Here's what I did to address that. Big boys on my left, Andre's on that right. No, I you put, have mixed the audio. Yeah, well, I got you guys slightly panned. So Andy McFly should be in your left ear. Slightly, Nerd alert. Slightly. Cousin JJ should be in your right ear. Up in the headphones. Slightly. Just enough to let you know. The and, left brain's the creative brain, right? I don't know. Yeah. You're you got me in the right spot. All You're right. Over analytical, overreacting. The second part was somebody said. I wish you guys had a different, a differing opinion or something to that effect. Now, first of all, I appreciate that. I appreciate the feedback. I, I appreciate the listens. However, <laughs> what we won't do, this podcast is never going to have like the manufactured specifically, hey, you take this side of the argument. We kind of Unless you say take the side of the argument and, where you're pissed at Brian Kelly. You and, get and drunk and ramble. And, we've, and announced, we've announced in <laughs> the past. Because I do take that side. We've announced in the past, like, you're going to take this. Like last year, for example, the season preview, we did the the positive. Yeah, that, os- was, that was stupid. That was a shtick. No, and, and nobody it liked shit, it. It was, a, it was a poor show. Yeah, it was a poor show. <laughs> it was a shitty show. The tape has been destroyed. But you said it best. It was because... Which look, was, say, because don't you, say anything you, you don't well, feel. Well, you told me take the side of p- painting the most rosiest picture for the season that you possibly can. And I go, I don't believe that. How yeah. can I... I can't speak with any conviction whatsoever. I don't believe that to be the case. And I said, but the audience wants it and you will do it or you won't get paid. I think we're going to win the national championship. So. Okay. Oh. All right. See what happens when you want somebody with a differing opinion? That's what happens. Okay. <laughs> Lunacy. Here we go. No, look, I mean, and here's the reality. It, but, but here's the other thing, too. This is, I mean, and I honestly believe this. We are the, this podcast is the differing opinion. This is the dissenting opinion on this podcast. Because really, if you go through and listen to everybody else, they're, by and large, I mean, I don't follow up on every single one of them. I don't listen to every single episode of every other show, but in the past of what I've heard and last year and the few I've caught this year, you've either got beat writers or you've got people that are going to be pretty rosy. Wildly optimistic. So we are the differing opinion. You're not going to get it we inside of the show. We give you stats and show. we give you a real thing. And again, I mean, hey, if my brother and my cousin feel the same way I do, you're not going to get a differing opinion. At least I hope not. Because if you guys start saying stuff you don't believe, then you're kicked off my show. Well, right, we're, exactly. we're very fact-based. So, I mean, the numbers are what they are. If the numbers were great, we'd be screaming yeah, how great listen, the numbers are. Person, it is what it is. Facts don't care what your feelings are. Yeah, right. <laughs> they don't. It was the one person that commented on our show. Let's no, not yeah, run okay. him off the door. Hey, thank you for being the only <laughs> person that listened to it last time. We really appreciate you. If you got a comment, you can just take a walk, pal. All right? Take no, we're walk, not saying that. Take a walk. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the feedback. Do we, I mean, everybody else grovels and begs to review us on iTunes and check us out on Facebook and like no. us and share us with your friends. No. We don't care about any of that stuff. Listen, no, don't tell anybody about this. We're, we're your. We are your dirty little secret. You can sit in your basement crack your bourbon away from everybody else sit back and slip into your psychopathic zone yeah you tell your friends this, i think we're going to be 10 and 3 and then you get on, and then you listen to us and you go this is what i really feel yeah i know and when your friends ask you did you listen to the one foot down podcast you say what are you, what are you talking what, about the what, what? the what? one foot huh? who okay let's talk temple let's talk turkey <sighs> do you have a cricket soundbite <laughs> temple basketball wouldn't it be more like an out Exactly. Who? Who? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Let's start with Temple Trivia. What is the mascot? The Owls? You got that? Do you you guys know what conference they're in? The the Temple Roofies. Do you know what conference they're in? AAC. Nice. Do you you know who the coach is? Jeff Collins. Let's talk about Jeff Collins. you, You guys know coaches. We'll get to Jeff Collins. Do you know what their record was last year? It was good. This was a 10 and 4 football team the last two years. Does that. Is Temple like their head coach is gone? That doesn't matter. That's true. That's very true. Matt Rule's gone. New head coach. 
They got they lost a the quarterback. They lost their head coach. So I mean, what you got to? I was surprised to see that their new coach if, Jeff Collins. If had, Notre Dame had a new coach, would you say, well, this was a four win team last year? Well, they got a new coach and a new quarterback. I don't know. Yeah, but it doesn't even. I mean, the coach hardly matters. It's all about the jumbotron. It's all, so. it's all about jumbotron. I would, I would totally expect. <laughs> it's all about fan experiences and, well, let's tu- just, and tunnel walks. Let's just say what it is. This is a team that is a lower level football team that has achieved. Martin, a, they've they've. <laughs> Mar- Martin. Pot, meat, kettle, lower level football team. <laughs> this is a lower. <laughs> this is what happens we on schedule- a Notre-, Notre Dame. scheduled up for this game. What are you talking This is what happens. <laughs> what are you talking this team about? is better than Navy. This is Notre Dame pretension at its finest. A four and eight podcast calling this team ten and that was ten and four last year a lower level team. Hey, I mean, can at, least you stare talking, down? at least you're talking about another that team. That is can Notre you Dame stare- talk That's right totally there, Notre to Dame. That's to totally Notre Dame. Okay. Let's just get it out there. Is this even a trap game? Is this something you guys are worried what do you about? Mean? Trent's the first game of the freaking year. Exactly. How There's no be a, better place be to set trap? a trap. Oh Do you want to talk talent? I looked at some talent. Is are like, you scared? scared? Are you afraid? Well, I mean, I am. We went four and eight last year and lost to a lot of teams okay. we shouldn't have lost to. But at the end of the day, is um, Temple you, doing anything you're afraid of? No. Go ahead. I mean, their last four recruiting classes, 24 uh, 7. Shout out to them 119th, 59th, 80th, 69th. Okay. Obviously, that means they do not have a lot of players who are as talented at American football as the University right. of Right, because our averages, I'm sure you know off the top of your head at this point, are in the teens, right? Yes, it's Low in the teens. teens? Absolutely. Is it to the teens? teens? I thought it was 11.25 last year. Something something to that effect. It was exactly what Clemson's was last year, okay. any of the fans out there. But care. obviously, talent is the only thing that... Uh, not the only thing that matters. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. Or Notre Dame would have been like uh, a lot better than four and eight. Here comes the awkward turtle. Do you guys think it's insane that Temple has won more games and lost less games in the last three years combined than Notre Dame has? Are you surprised by I that? I think it's stat? insane they've had a drastically better defense. I don't know. You tell JJ, you got the stats. What do you think? It's just it's just disappointing. We have so much more talent than Temple, the last two years included. We and we just continue to lose to teams that don't have as much talent as us. And I, I just can't express my frustration uh, any more than that. I mean, with, how do you explain a team like Temple outperforming us? Can someone explain that to me logically? Without if you, if you knew nothing about football, you knew nothing. You just knew that Notre Dame was popular, had more money, had more you know, uh, facilities, everything. Like how how do we how do we explain that? You can't. It's just it's embarrassing. What if one team had a better coach than the other? Would that matter? Hmm. I don't know. That's crazy talk. Oh, gosh. So, so, we better stick with the stats. You, <laughs> you guys can't agree with that opinion, by the way. You have to come up with something else completely based on emotion yeah. instead of fact. I agree with what you're saying about defense. One would gather if some of these defensive players have rolled over and maybe you know some of the coaching staff is still the same. This team pitched three shutouts last year. They beat Navy by 24 points <laughs> late in the season, which, hey, don't oh. act like that's not enviable. Oh, do, we play, do we play Navy we last year? We could be so lucky. They beat Navy by 24 points in December. A ranked yeah, Navy in, in the champ in their championship game. I was heartbroken. They, and their coach they put they put Ken Niamatololo on lockdown. Yeah, I was I was uh, interested to learn that Jeff Collins has had three separate SEC stops. So this is this guy's bringing some some serious Southern football to. I thought Philly. you were going to say this guy's bringing duffel bags full of cash to probably his that too. To his recruiting <laughs> probably that too. He was just probably at Mississippi State and most recently Florida. So. He was a DC of both of those, and he also he had I couldn't. I didn't understand what the actual title was, but he had a year at Alabama as well. But I think it was a much lower, much lower staff. Would you would you would you say that Temple's a cupcake? Would you call him a cupcake? I mean, I'm a cupcake connoisseur. So Uh, ten years ago, yeah. I mean, now I ten years ago, Navy was a cupcake. Right, right. 
I will say they are, but you well, know, I guess you know I when go back um, further than that now, based on the Charlie Weiss obligatory Charlie Weiss reference. At have you ever 12. seen like those boutique cupcakes that are like as big as a mini basketball? And it's like, how am I really going to eat this whole thing? That's what Temple is. This is a ten and four cupcake. This thing is the size of a of a mini basketball. It's like when you can cut four ways and split. Yeah, it seems like a it's great just, idea. Your just, kid would dig right into it, but all of a sudden just, you're like, are you really going to finish that? You're going to get sick. It's and like I'm taking a coffee it. filter and calling it like the uh, the little cupcake wrapper. You know, you, you bake something the size <laughs> yeah, of a exactly. Bunt, it's a the size cake. of a bunt cake, right? <laughs> but you say it's a cupcake. Yeah, it's some sort of. They're a super Greek cupcake wedding cake that has Temple a ring is a in super it. cupcake. Okay, all right, all right. Well, I'm just saying this is Should, a team that's going to come and probably be ready. Not, I mean, not unlike the mighty USF. That's a team that was ready too. And if the if if Hurricane Harvey rolls its way up by the time the game happens, it could be USF. Redux. Well, we're gonna see how many passes Wimbush can can attempt oh, at boy. that point. I mean, a lot of fans are overlooking this game. Every podcast you listen to, every Twitter account, they're all talking about Georgia. Jimmy, I get it. A lot of fans are overlooking all rational facts. <laughs> that, everything. A lot they're of fans are overlooking 2016. They're, every, they're overlooking everything. Let me let, let me ask one question though. Both of you, McFly, Wes. Can, can Temple beat us? Like, can it happen? I don't think so. Not this year. Last year, I would have said yes. I don't think so this year. But you never know. But, mean, last, could they, could but last year, you, w- you wouldn't have said yes in the home opener last year, though. You would have been like, this game is a lay down. Like, there's no way. And and if But if Temple was playing us in November, you'd be like, guys, we got to talk about Temple. I- <laughs> this is serious. Talk to your kids about Temple time. This is serious business. Look, they... I don't know. I don't want to live. I don't want to live in a world where we're even talking about. T- I want to go back to the good old days where we go. Should we talk about Temple and then we all laugh heartily and move on? Four, I wish that was four what was years happening ago. Right now. Four years ago, Notre Dame opened with Temple. It wasn't that long ago. Twenty thirteen, they beat him twenty eight to six. I, you know, I, I don't know. And that Temple team went two and ten by the and way. And look, and look what, but look what Matt Rule did in those four years, and look what Brian Kelly did in the, those four years. Exactly. Would exactly. you rather have Brian Kelly or Matt Rule as your head coach? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm trolling now. <laughs> I think Rule's a good coach. I think he, the guy's absolutely insane for taking the Baylor job. Why the hell would you want to be anywhere near that stink fest? Yeah, that's like... that. I mean, that's stupid uh, to 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 do that career wise. I just uh, that doesn't make sense to me. But his, uh, oh man, tell me what was his defensive coordinator last year? I was hoping Notre Dame hired him uh, before they got oh. Elko. That he that dude was a stud. So I mean, he had a good coaching staff. I mean, he's. I, I don't know. I, I, I would take him for change sake. I guess at the end of last year, I would have taken him for change sake. Now, do I would I take him now over the new improved Brian Kelly 2.0? Jury's still out. I yeah, guess. I don't I don't think that Temple can beat Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame has got all the pieces in place. And I think Notre Dame having they shouldn't. I, I will say this. They shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. I, I don't want to. I don't certainly again, don't want to. Neither be should eating. Duke. And they did. So right, who the hell exactly. Knows? But Notre Dame's in a much better position. Let's be honest with two new coordinators to get worked in. That's a lot better position than a brand new head coach. Game one, new head coach. I don't know. Lightning in a bottle. A team like Temple. Doesn't seem as likely, and the guy's got he's got some decent stops in the past, and Listen, they're coming off a lot of Temple, momentum. Temple had doesn't even know that we're going to be coming out of a brand new locker room. That's worth twenty points right there, easily, <laughs> easily, if not more. Right. So the answer is no. I mean, the answer is no. They can't. They can't beat them. They should. I should stop they saying should. things Listen, so definitively. If they don't, if Notre Dame loses this game. Brian Kelly shouldn't have a job. He shouldn't. I don't know if he should have a job now, anyways. But he literally should be fired directly after that game. Kiffy style? Uh, Yeah, I don't even give a shit. Leave him in the tarmac. Am I? I'm just concerned, guys. I mean, I I think 
all the same thoughts that you say. We should be Temple. It should be a no-brainer. It should be easy. But we are losing a guy who's going to be starting for the Cleveland Browns, right? Deshaun Kaiser was a, a very good quarterback. I'm not saying any of us would have said we would have drafted him where he was. But at the end of the day, you lost a great quarterback. And we just we don't know anything about Wimbush. And all I hear is positive, positive, positive. That's great. I hope he wins the Heisman this year. But I'm really concerned from what I've seen in-game at the quarterback position, including the blue goal game for that Well, matter. we do know what Josh Adams is, although I've made the mistake in years prior to say that, hey, you know, we've got an unproven quarterback. Surely a coach who understands the game of American football would just lean on an established running back and we just run the ball a whole bunch of times, and I would have been wrong. Womp, womp. Do you guys mind if we hold that thought and deal with one other thing before we get there? Because I want I want to come back let's to go. that. Is it something that will cause us to have differing opinions? I think so. Okay, I think so. Well, let's do it. Let's see. Um, the fans let's, want so it. moving on from Temple being specific, let's just real quickly let's deal with openers at large. Do, do, are you guys glad that Notre Dame is playing a team that we think at least what we just agreed upon they're going to beat? Would you guys prefer that Georgia was first and Notre Dame was forced right into the gauntlet, or was that insane to think that Notre Dame could handle Georgia? Or do something like, you know, the uh, the top level of what we're talking about is Florida State, would, Alabama. Notre Dame kind of tried to do it with Texas. It sort of worked out the first year and the second year. They you, ended up both. Would you not. rather eat a super cupcake first and then try to tackle the 48-ounce T-bone? Yes. Right. Or just go straight to the steak and be too full for dessert? You got it. You got I am, it. I'm more of a guy who's always said, you know, all of us here played football at some point in career. Wes, you played collegiate football. Thank you for that. And I just <laughs> thank you for saying that I played football. For delineating between what he played and what you I played. played with the uh, the you controller played, thing on the you know, uh, the, the turbo with the had the fin in the back and the little aerodynamic Mc, wheelie. You dealies. played some hot asphalt football <laughs> before. For right? reference, <laughs> cousin Wes played got, collegiate football. You got you got hit by a football at recess <laughs> once. Cousin yeah. McFly was a punter in fifth grade once. Uh, I was a high school punter. He was. Thank you very much. He was. Thank you very much. I, okay. High school 55 yard. Great. 55 yard long, yeah. baby. Oh, come on. That's like Newsom. It's either a complete shank or an A-bomb, but you have no idea which one it's going to well, be. Welcome to high school punting. Show me that consistent <laughs> 50 yard high school punter. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Let's 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 get back to the cupcake thing. I am a, a firm believer that you always schedule an easier game to start the year out. There's kinks to be worked out. There's guys maybe even competing for jobs. Like, this year I think is perfect. I've complained for years that Notre Dame starts with this big game. They come out flat. They end up maybe losing, and it's because they look like crap in the first quarter. Yeah, scheduling scheduling that big cupcake of USF and turning around and losing was really a <laughs> shit. It, it would have been much better to have Michigan first instead yeah, of USF. Yeah, since you're fact based, let's just let's just let's call out your notion right here. Here are Brian Kelly's openers. I'm sure you guys remember them: Purdue, USF, Navy. Temple, Rice, Texas, 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 Texas. Yeah, not exactly big games. <laughs> yeah, now, right. early, early games are. There's always an early one. I think in five of those years they played Michigan. The Michigan second has week. been the second game Michigan four is, times. Michigan out of is seven. our Michigan is our opener next year, and then we follow up with Ball State. And Michigan's Vanderbilt. our opener. This was it says 2018 schedule. Both Michigan, Ball State, Vanderbilt next. They year. They play Michigan again. Here I've been pining for them, and I didn't. Jeez, I'm get your next, life together. Next year's not even a All thing. Right, get right your now. life together. If you want to insult him in the comments section this week for his lack of schedule knowledge, re Michigan, that's acceptable. Is it is it fair enough to assume that the place could be burnt to the ground by the end of this year? Next year might not even be a thing. I, mean, I think I that's fair. We have Florida State at home next year. You think pick 
pick plays are going to be legal by next year? Or? Get back to what you're saying. You, you, you're glad that this is Temple and not Georgia. Is that your take? I'm extremely happy. Absolutely. I mean, I have no faith that we're going to beat Georgia, a team that's better than <clears throat> statistically, uh, talent-wise. They have uh, Kirby Smart as their coach. I'm, I'm extremely happy to have a warm-up game per se. Uh, assuming that we come out and look like Notre Dame and play like Notre Dame, and <laughs> okay, ah, just, maybe oh, a bad choice. Oh, other than that, what is you, a tiny little assumption there. What, what did you mean by those two things? Anyway, <laughs> look and play like Notre Dame. Um, look and play like we played pre nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, what year were you born? Eighty two. Okay. All right. Just making sure. I was, yeah. Wes, so, I refuse to call you Titanus. What do you think? <laughs> I will not call my brother Titanus. I will not give you Martin. I refuse. Marty, Wesley? I refuse to call my brother Titanus McFly. Marty. What do you think? What'd do you, you think do, this Jump is the, ship? Do you think this is the best? This is a better way to do this. I it's just look. This schedule is the schedule. You just play the teams. I don't care. Okay, you know so you whether to... you get up for the first game of the year. You know what I mean? Is Harbaugh? He's playing Florida the first game. Is he preparing better than he would be if he was opening with Temple? Maybe I don't know. Who can, I mean? Who? It's just a schedule. Play the freaking games. I, I I don't. I have absolutely no opinion on this. No whatsoever. take. Okay, doesn't just, matter. Just Thanks. win, baby. Play the game. Anybody, right. anywhere. Play them. All right. I will say this as a final little shot here to cous- what cousin JJ just just described. My f- my only fear with the cupcake is if Notre Dame wins this game by seven, and for some crazy harebrained <laughs> reason. Alabama beats Florida State by 29. Then all of a sudden, it's like you were at home. Then everybody's going to know Alabama's better than Notre Dame. Yes, and we'll be exposed. Whoa. (laughs) Secrets out. Okay. Roll Tide. (laughs) Well, I think it's fair to say, I think it's fair to say with the names that we rattled off that Kelly has certainly gone the cupcake route. Not all his doing for the scheduling, but he went the cupcake route. It's not him. They tried to do it. It's not him going any cupcake route. It's just what the schedule is. That's all it is. Right. I mean, he beat Purdue by nine by 11 points he lost to usf by three he smoked navy in 2012 he had a three score win against temple he crushed rice and beat texas and then handily and, and then, then lost, and to, lost texas. to i mean the, those are just the games you know okay it's just what okay. it is so you guys started talking about quarterbacks and so now we're cousin jj's watching football we're talking about quarterbacks this is like a real podcast thing now so Let's, you guys did jumped I ever right tell into- you that I played quarterback in grade school at the recess one day? You did. I, I, I everybody else was out with chicken pox, so I got to play quarterback. You, you throwing you the did? vortex? Oh, never mind. I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't be talking about myself. Let's talk about nerd. <laughs> right, exactly. Vortex, dude. He's how how young do you think he is? Vortex. Vortex was not around. Do you know what a vortex is? He's too old for a vortex. Oh, Listen. old man. Back when I was a kid, he played with the turbo that was actually black. The, the original <laughs> turbo. The original one with the whistle turbo. on the side. Two, actually, two of them. That's different. Yeah, I got That's different, I think. That's the remix? I, I got the knuckle scar. I had, two, I, I had two little brothers, so, you know, I stole, so the, you, I stole so their stuff, too. You dabbled in the vortex. Okay. <laughs> you guys immediately went to Josh Adams and, and Wimbush, which is great, but aren't you guys, aren't you afraid of this team being led solely by offense? I, I'm expecting way more from the defense this year, which is a departure for me. That's a new thing. I'm so much more interested in the defense this time around. I don't know if it's Elko. I don't know what it is. Notre Dame is not going to have a good year unless the defense is something we, we have not seen since, oh, let's just call it, let's just pick a year out of the random air, 2012. I don't care. I mean, just, I don't care how this team wins anymore. Oh my gosh. Well, you, 
have a take. Quit saying have you don't take. care. Don't, I don't just care. Just win football games. It, I, Brian Kelly said he was wrapped up in trying to outscore people last year, probably because he knew Van Gorder sucked and didn't do anything about it. Yeah, I think that's but, problematic. But you know what? I mean, I look at teams that are winning titles, and some of them have really good defenses. But then again, even if you have a really good defense and you go to toe-to-toe with Clemson, you still got to score points. Or if you're Clemson and you got some awesome defense, you know, your front seven that makes any, any grown man want to cry – you still have to go out and score a touchdown in the last 30 seconds of the game to win it. So you need both sides of the ball. Like, I don't want to be Boston College who just locks down people and then scores like an average of four points. That sucks. And I don't want to be some air raid squad either. I You need to be able to do both coherently to win big football games. And if you listened last week, check us out on OneFootDown.com. OneFootDown. I uh, got to win big football games. That's the only thing that matters at this point. Win something that matters, and you're going to have to play both sides of the ball, plus special teams, which have been abysmal yeah. as of late. True. And, I, and True. I agree with Cousin Wes. I mean, I went back and looked at the last four years. I don't know that we got to cover all four here and looked at the teams that went to the national championship. And in 2016, obviously, it was Alabama and Clemson. Uh, Clemson's defense was ranked 15th, Alabama's was second. Uh, so obviously they have you have to have a good defense to win, and then you go and you look at the offense. Clemson was number one, Alabama was seventh. So you look at go back year after year, almost every single team has to have a good offense and defense. You just very rarely saw teams that would have a top five defense and the 400th ranked offense. I know I'm exaggerating. There's not 400 teams. No, that's what one. we did in 2012. Exactly. Yeah, and you can't you can't do that and win championships. You have to be good at both. You could maybe have the number one defense or number five defense. Are, and are the, you saying that kicking five field goals to beat USC <laughs> may have been some sort of warning sign? <laughs> yes. In retrospect, we should have known. Here's my only point on this, and maybe I should have asked this in the lead-up. I feel like having a team that just wants to outscore, and granted, Kelly has already said he knows this was a problem, but having a team that's more interested in outscoring as opposed to having a stout D plays in a worse way into what Kelly wants to be in his own mind. I think it makes him a more dangerous coach to try to outscore people than it is to have a good defensive foundation. Well, he tries. What he tries to do, if you listen to his press conferences over the year, uh, cl- over the years closely, is no, he always, is, I refuse. But continue. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like peanuts. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you really listen, to you him, need to enunciate better when you say things. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. No, that's, no, not that's that not part. The, that's not the part I'm talking there's about. A, there's a few words. Proceed. <laughs> right, people that play the piano, we don't mention them on podcasts unless we're very specifically enunciating. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Continue. But if you listen to him, I mean, you watch teams like Urban Meyer's Ohio State team or you watch the Clemson team. There are so many times when there's wide open holes for the running backs or the receivers wide open. They design their schemes to make the players open. You listen to Brian Kelly talk in his press conferences and he admits, oh, we try and design our offense to have one-on-one matchups. Well, that's fine until you meet a team that has more talent than you. And so that's one of my biggest frustrations for years is, okay, yeah, you're going to try out scheme people, but at the end of the day, it only goes so far, you know? Look, a lot of Brian Kelly's success, in my opinion, and when I su- say success, I mean, like, what most of fans perceive as good football. Like which, Grand Valley? or No, 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 at Notre Dame. <laughs> I mean, look, having a, a star player at, like, one position out just, just masks so many shitty decisions all across the board. I mean, Jalen Smith on your defense – Imagine if he wasn't there, how blatantly obvious it would have been that Brian Kelly retained a complete boob. 
as yeah. DC. Right. Think of, I mean, think of Deshaun Kaiser, a, a guy who's going to start an NFL game this year. Think of Will Fuller. Well, I don't know what is he first, second round pick, whatever it is. You know, these guys. I mean, he is. He's just called some of the worst game. He just made some horrible decisions and been completely bailed out by a talent like Deshaun Kaiser and a speed guy like Will Fuller just says, hey, look, I know we pissed away the entire game against Virginia, but we actually got to go out and win this thing right now. So just chuck it deep, and Will's going to run down and catch it. And, oh, oh yeah, and there's a fan who's a meme now. He's hanging over a brick wall. Okay, that's what everybody remembers. There's absolutely no reason to be in that game. But they got bailed out because they had an elite talent, right, at at the quarterback and at the receiver position. Absolutely. Think about all the players all the way down the line. And that's that's the craziest thing. It's like Notre Dame's talent, and, and, and they're like, yeah, they're recruiting. These guys are masking, in my opinion, the the okay these guys were masking the in the inabilities of Brian Kelly 1.0 now can they be developed and enhanced and actually utilized with under Brian Kelly 2.0 i don't know but there have been so many just special talents look at the national championship game we're going to throw it to Tyler Eifert 92 times just cuz he's an NFL tight end we don't have another game plan Right. And it didn't work in that game. But just go back and look over the years of where it's really kind of a sketchy sketchy game plan sketchy coaching, sketchy leadership, but we just there's just some elite guy. And hey, kudos to him for recruiting the guy. I'm not mad at that, but that's not a sustainable model versus actual team football that's only enhanced, right? And there's plenty of players in the NFL. I mean, this has been happening for years. It's not just under Brian Kelly, but also under Weiss and Willingham, where you see them at Notre Dame, and they're just like, they're okay, they're fine, but they're not All-American or elite. And all of a sudden, they go to the NFL, and you're like, how, how are they so good? Like, I remember Ryan Grant as a running back. He gained he got a, a lot of yards, but I never saw him as a great running back. All of a sudden, he goes to the NFL, and he's doing extremely Laws, well. Landry. I mean, just this is the from it just goes on and on and I on. Shaq but Williams I, is in the NFL right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, but, come on. But, I mean, I, like I said, I mean, there's just there's, there's just the standout guys have been able to cover up a lot of a lot of shortcomings by these coaches where it just seems like other better coaches take those guys and really – you know, those they're the icing on the cake, right? Instead of a, a super cupcake full of nothing but icing. Well, and I think which that's, is kind of cool, sure. right? Nobody, nobody's pissed about watching Will Fuller go deep. No, but you know, when you have a team that puts them on lockdown and it just falls apart. Well, and I think that's a really interesting comment because a lot of other coaches say Thanks. say you know you got to have players make plays, you got to let your players do do the plays and all that stuff. But the illusion is what you describe, which is. Kelly's really using it as a crutch many times to be able to throw. And Weiss was worse. I mean, Weiss was way worse with a let's just throw the fade, 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 fade every time to the tight end. Have you not seen us in the red zone lately? Yeah, well, I know it's still happening. I'm, I, I do feel like Weiss would just run the literally the same play over and over. But these other coaches that say you got to let players make plays, that's true, especially in the big games. But the illusion is all those other teams have the systems in place. Yeah, you got to let players make plays. But when you're Alabama, it's also nice to let your running back make plays, quote unquote. Well, when your line averages three thirty-five, well, not only that, those players make plays NFL. in big-time bowl games and playoff games. Yeah, they're, you're not tapping them on the shoulder, saying, "Hey, make plays against Virginia." We, we need salvation against Purdue right. in the final quarter. You know, right. and that's the only thing. I mean, look, in high school, in I, I coach a third and fourth grade football team. Pads, it's awesome. We have one player who's better than everybody else. He plays middle linebacker. He plays running back. Mm-hmm. In high school, our uncle, all three of our uncle, was a head coach at a high school that Jalen Smith happened to play for. He played running back for a couple of years, and there were games when they just said, hey, take the ball every time because you're better than every single person. 
at those levels, that's fine. I mean, okay, there's a guy here or there that's just like Heisman-worthy, transcendent. I understand that. But you just can't build an entire team, an entire game plan, an entire season on one guy. And the talent that Notre Dame's been able to get over the years, it seems like a lot of it has just been this like, hey, you're really, really, really good. So you just keep doing good things, and I'm going to try not to screw it up, and and you you make me look good. Yeah, well, and we saw the worst of those plans with Everett Golson. I mean, you try to put that, that load on somebody who can't handle it mentally – and starts to fall down the rabbit well, hole, and, I, and, part and of then that, it really gets exposed. You have nothing you're right. else and to do. And that may be why that it appears that quarterbacks tend to regress, because as they become more proficient in the offense, they understand more of the plays, then it's like, hey, I can just get cuter and cuter and cuter, and if it doesn't work and we dig ourselves into a hole, then I can always just come to you for bailing you out, and then maybe, I don't know, maybe that's why... Interceptions start coming down like manna from heaven all of a sudden. Who knows? I, right. I don't know. What's next? Do you have a final thought on that, JJ? Or can we move to the next topic? Let's move on. All right. This is this is just kind of the kind of the final. That was very mature of us, by the way, to move on. That was extremely mature to move on. I, I appreciate that. You didn't. You didn't. Now you guys aren't there. just leaning on me and my skills on the microphone for the entire podcast. You're gonna... exactly. We're being more. We're actually in, instilling a system here. Good for you. Okay. I don't know how much you guys are watching, listening to. Cousin JJ talked about listening closely to Brian Kelly's podcast. I'd rather press, not. Press conference. Psycho. What did I say? Podcast. Does uh, he have a podcast? Brian Kelly has a podcast? Yeah. Sorbrick does. Sorbrick. I, I get, there I go talking about myself again. Um, <laughs> he doesn't got to preach. Do you guys, is there anything different about this going in? Are you guys, is there anything from practice, the slogans? I know we, we touched on this a little bit last week. Is there anything that you think is like truly different though, thus far? Is this all the same? We're trusting processes. We have new coaches. It, it's all the same. It's, it's all the same, it's right? All, I mean, listen, it's all do the it same. On, do it on the field. I'm, I'm going to be Debbie Downer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what we should be thinking about about we should be thinking about what i said the quarterback position we really really don't know i really want to love brandon winbush i want him to be the next you know cam, Heisman contender yeah, cam I, newton whatever yep. you know i hate to use cam newton or james james winston just because of the other baggage that carries um but, <laughs> cam newton baggage mm-hmm. wow, go wow. and get your money little <laughs> duffel bag boy so go and get your money little duffel bag boy but at the end of the day we have no idea how these coaches are going to get along how they're going to how they're going to work as a team um, there are serious, serious concerns on the defensive side of the ball, at the defensive line, in the safety positions, and we and we just don't know. I want to be as excited as everybody, but we're coming off a four and eight year, and as optimistic as I want to be, I'm just sitting back and and working against Wes's internal dialogue and saying, "Show me, baby. You got to show me. I, I can't just sit here and be jumping up and down excited when I'm looking at you know the depth. I'm looking at our, our recruiting in certain areas and and the coaching and all this newness. It's it's fun. It's exciting, but." What, what does it mean? It means nothing. It's just, it's hyperbole. It's, it's, it's hype. It's well, whatever. Well, it means nothing right now because it's August and our first game's not till September. I mean, next week, a week from today, we'll at least have something to go on. Now, I don't think it's, regardless of the outcome of Temple, unless it's a loss, but if it's a win, I don't know if that's still indicative of what's going to happen against Georgia. So, I mean, I think it's still hard to draw a lot of conclusions from that first game. And well, that, that's a complete Notre dame thing is that we play to our competition, especially under Brian Kelly. For the most part, we typically don't blow people off. So I wouldn't be surprised if we beat Temple by 10 points and then we lose to Georgia by 10 points just because that's what we do. I don't know that this team gets blown out by Georgia. I don't believe that. I just don't think that optimism and, is and the look, right place am, to be. And I am no look. I am not. That's what was so funny. I mean, I read something on the one foot to go check us out at one foot down at Josh. 
you you asked me to plug the website more, so here you go, Check buddy. Check us out at One Foot Down. You can find our show at onefootdown.com. One Foot Down. Uh, no, I mean, one of the comments on the website, you guys could find the show on the website, or you could subscribe to it on SoundCloud, or are we on iTunes? We might be. Yeah, I don't know if are it's we, still Are on we iTunes. begging people for reviews on iTunes or Stitcher or any of this other stuff yet? I don't know. No? Yeah, that's all right. I don't Nobody know. Cares. Our marketing um, department is... That's all right. We do, we do this for the love of the game. Uh, no, so look, I mean, somebody said, you guys are really pessimistic. And I'm like, dude, I said they were going to go nine and four. Trust me. That is not in my DNA yeah, at not, this point. I have been genetically mutated pessimism. after last season. That's not in my, no longer in my DNA. And I said, they'd be nine and four. Not only that, I said, Brian Kelly be around for another two years. Yeah. Maybe you consider that pessimism, in which case you're my kind of guy. Well, and all, and all three of us said we want Brian Kelly to be successful. No, we want the, Brian Kelly 2.0 to be successful. We want Brian Kelly 2.0 to be successful. Yeah. And that's the path of least resistance. He it wins is. the championship this year. That would be the best case in. scenario. Now, I don't know if they will or not, but I, I, I don't think they get smoked by Georgia. I don't. I don't either because, but but I think that's also unless a they lose the temple and then Georgia all is. bets are off. But I don't think they lose the temple. Right, right. And when Notre Dame wins their first, now I'm, I don't know that I'm going as far as to predict that they're going to beat Georgia, but if they do, in years where they win their first two games, their average season's 10 and 3. In years where they don't win their first two games, no surprise, it's not as good. It's 8 and 5 or less. It's 7 and 5 and a half. Yeah. But if they win their first two, they may have a great season. I don't know. Again, I'm not saying they're going to be, beat Georgia. Georgia, but I don't see him getting stomped. I think what you're going to find, which you guys probably know at this point on this podcast, is we're at least trying to we're trying to do a little bit of analysis before we take a stance. And there's a difference between optimism, pessimism, and realism. And I think what you get mostly on this podcast is realism and with 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 a slant of bitterness. Which is with a side of with a heavy side of bitterness. Do you want me to be optimistic? It's not a condiment. It's exactly. a side dish. Do you want me to be optimistic? We'll be better than four and eight. Yes. Okay. Sure. That's only, not a stretch, though. Oh, but all only these, because I think all these that's ridiculous. Wack ass articles and national writers who are like, Notre Dame will have a bounce back year. That well, no shit. Of There's only one way to bounce, bounce back. back After you've hit pavement, you're going to go the yeah. opposite direction. De- dead cats bounce if you throw them off the 38th floor of a building. Right. But here's the problem, and I know Cousin JJ would agree with me, in that if you're basing optimism on the fact that you have new coaches and a new quarterback, you're taking this logical train of thought. Something is new, and thus it has potential, and thus it could breed success. But you're not saying it's been proven to breed success in this particular environment. What you're saying is, this is something different than what I know is yeah, bad, now, and thus it's going to be good. Fairness, I mean, look, Elko was good at Wake Forest. He was. Chip Long, on the other hand, has been an OC for one year. So when Brian Kelly says, I vetted the entire world and found Chip you know, Chip Long. I, would I say Chip Kelly? Uh, Chip Long. No, I'm, you okay. said Chip Long. I mean, okay, maybe not there, right? I mean, it's not like you're you're going out and you're getting the top coordinator from the top offense from the last five years. Not yeah, like you went out and hired Let's be honest. You're Venables excited because they're or, new. You're not excited because they brought in, like, Bill Walsh. I mean, these Chip, guys are For Chip good. Long, I'd say that's accurate. For Elko, I would say that he has some baseline level of success. That's, sure. That's demonstrable but i think that some people could take the stance that it wasn't at a big program i don't know if that necessarily well, that's matters fine but notre dame's not a big program anymore either i agree so i think it's a logical step for him we play the same damn schedule half the time we got five acc games it's, right it's the same people he's faced that's why i think he does have i disagree that we're not a big program we're not a big program in the way we perform but we come to pay facilities other things in the way we recruit we are a big program i was being facetious you yeah. jerk. i'm just saying i got okay. frustrated over here okay 
sorry. Are we going to talk about the fight? Do you want to? McGregor? Yeah. Did you see the meme that said, you know, it's, it's already college football season when the fighting Irishman loses or something like that? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's a great metaphor. I think it's... Uh, oh, internet, you're so snarky. Pretty accurate. I mean, so, okay, so I, I positioned this, which I'll take a little bit of credit here. I <laughs> want to know if you guys agree. Please do. Please I'll do. Take a, I'll take credit for the fight. Was, was Mc, do, are you guys along going along with this analogy that McGregor was obviously the fighting Irish and was just a lot of bravado, a lot of show, a lot of flash, did well, but when it really came down to it, he got beat by somebody that was systematic, that was, that was formulaic, not necessarily uh, controlled if you think if you look at the lifestyle of Floyd Mayweather, but he got beat by a pure boxer. And Notre Dame has a lot of flash, and they get beat by pure football programs. Mc- That's who beats them. McGregor is Notre Dame football's Twitter account, and Mayweather is Alabama's football team. Right. Did, didn't I you kind of have it. that feel? I wouldn't even look. Fun I mean, to watch, exciting, I, and then all of a sudden, okay, reality sets in around can, around October. Can, compelling matchup, compelling matchup. Lives up to the billing for most of the time, clear cut decision at, at kind of at the end. And I think that they probably called the fight a little bit early on McGregor. I would like to see, I think Mayweather deserved, if this truly is his final fight, I think you owe it to the guy to put, put, put McGre- him on the ground. Put him on the ground. Sure. Put him on the glass. That's old. Uh, that's Sir that's really old. That's a swass. That's, you guys are talking about Nerf Vortex. That's I'm pre-Vortex talking, I'm talking right about there. 1989 Bay Area tapes right here. Um, no, I mean, but at this, to me, it's more like Clemson, Notre Dame or Florida state, Notre Dame. It's like, it was nice. Hey, you came in here, you dressed, you looked the part, you did a really nice job. You prepared well, you, you acquitted yourself nicely for most of the thing. And then when push came to shove, you go get your, you know, you take your check in your bus home and we're going to be over here with our belt. So, right. Celebrating. Right. That's yeah. what it was. I mean, that's Clemson, what it was. Clemson, 22, was it 22, 20? Now, I will say this. I heard on the radio this morning that McGregor took, uh, Mayweather took like $300 million off that thing. I think they're saying all told he's going to get that. It was $100 oh million Guaranteed, guaranteed $100 million to Mayweather and $30 million to McGregor. Right. And McGregor's going to get probably like got a $100 million and Mayweather's going to get like $300. Yeah, so he probably got a small like winning curse. Good God, that small, almost I mean, pay for the crossroads. Yeah, you know what they ought to do. That is Notre Dame money. I would. How much was the fight? Hundred bucks to I think, on pay per view. I, so. I would pay a hundred bucks to see Mayweather punch Swarbrick in the face. <laughs> we should call Th- it. That's how they should pay Let's for. That's how they should pay for the crossroads. We, it, look, if they go sub five hundred this year, which I don't think is going to happen. If Notre Dame goes sub five hundred and they have trouble raising funds, maybe Kelly was spending the year coach uh, fundraising instead of coaching. I'm not sure how it all transpires, but if they fall short of their fundraising goal this year, charge a hundred bucks a pop. Like a dunk tank, but, yeah, but more yeah. punching. But just Mayweather blasting swords. Is there any way that McGregor? In, in like Hollow Man is there any way McGregor could be like a running back, like a Chris Winkie? He's been in another sport. He's twenty nine. You just bring him in. You know, like that one time they let uh, Zibakowski play quarterback, wasn't it him? <laughs> Didn't they let him play quarterback for two plays? I don't. Think that so. was the height of lunacy this, under Charlie this is, Weiss. This is this is. Uh, Two paths diverge in a road, and we're taking the one of least resistance. I'm just happy McFly just coined Notre Dame money. I'm going to be listening to a Big Sean album in a month. It's like, Notre Dame money. I got that Notre Dame money. Ain't got to do yeah. nothing. But Work the dollars roll in. to them big yeah. face hunnids. Right. You know the the lyrics. That's when your album just goes gold, not platinum. But you still, <laughs> but for some inexplicable reason, your record contract still pays you like fifty eight million dollars. That's you the, guys Notre only Dame talked money. about rap lyrics in your last podcast. 
<laughs> All right, look. What else do you have here? That's that it, it for me, man. <laughs> we're exhausted. Oh my god, how we come up with another fifteen minutes? I just we don't have to. I just I just ran no, we, this thing. We do. That's what you want. I ball controlled for well, forty five minutes. No, you just went Brian Kelly. You went three. You went hard for three quarters, and then you ran out of. I learned it from you. <laughs> all right, watching you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Why'd you take my bike as a kid? What do you, what'd you think? We're going to talk about McGregor for 20 minutes? No, I didn't know it was mandated that we talk for an hour. There's no games have happened yet. I don't know. What else do you want me to say? Well, I don't know. We did get blasted for talking 65 minutes about two topics. Ex- there you go. Last week. Let's, dude, let's wrap it. What else do you guys want to say? I mean, we got to wait and see. That's just the That's just the cold, hard reality here. I mean... There's a lot of little nuanced things you can get into, but they all get blown up as soon as the games start happening. I think it's I think the preseason rankings are ridiculous as always. But why you talk know, about them as soon as games happen? They're all going to get blown you up. You know what I I was redoing some research today. Uh, I, I was looking at some stuff and I, you know how many times their name has finished the year inside the top twenty five AP top twenty five? Oh boy, I don't even want to know. That's a depressing In the last answer. How many years? Since Brian Kelly's been the coach, how many times has he finished AP Top 25? Three. 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 This is his, what, eighth year? Oh, my God. Just think about that for a second. I I mean, I guess we got time to kill. I wasn't planning on going this way. You guys just made me think of it. But I said last week about the Sagarin, the average Sagarin end of the year rate, you know, finish for Notre Dame was 24th. But just if you're one of those fans that think we are overly pessimistic or that all the new stuff really matters, and maybe it does, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe Maybe the stadium renovation changes everything or maybe the new coaches uh make up for you know what brian kelly lacks in some or maybe brian kelly 2.0 has changed i don't know but just think about this notre dame the university of notre dame their football program one of the most storied programs in american football history this is one of the top five ten programs of all time someone who has everything since brian kelly has been your head football coach the guy has finished finished the year in the top ap top 25 less than 50 percent of his years crazy that's absurd that's crazy and people think we're nuts for saying like playoff or bust 24th 11th and 4th i believe that was what they were wow i went back this is gonna make you puke i went back and looked at pete carroll's numbers just out of curiosity jeez he went. I think he went six and six his first year, and then his next six years, which was comparable to the time frame of Kelly. Yeah, he finished top five every single year. Oh my god! Every single year. Now I'm not saying you need to be that, but Jack Swarbrick, Brian Kelly, Board of Trustees, admin person who's shelling out a million bucks on this Crossroads project, local, you know, South, guy who lives in Granger or Mishawaka who's spending 80 bucks on an Under Armour or who's spending 50 bucks at a Joy Slot parking lot pass. Top to bottom, you cannot tell me that you're okay with a guy being the head coach of Notre Dame. The University of Notre Dame. We're talking about the University of Notre Dame. We're not talking about Temple. We're not talking about a large cupcake here. We are talking about the steak. The guy is not even in the top 25. Even if he was AP top 25 for five out of seven years, that's not even that good. Nope. It's not. But this guy says he's been ranked in the top 25 less than 50% of his times. This shit's, it, it's got to change. It has to change. Well, and think about if Brian Kelly 2.0 this year does not change that, get your head out of your asses. I saw too many people. Oh, 
three and nine from Weiss, the guy should have been gone. He got to coach two more years. For what? Yeah. And if you're going to another year where you finish 22nd, there's no point to that. It's it's senseless. And you know what else people and, always and say le- about unless, this? Unless you're just going for the payday, right? Unless you're going to go in, take some punches, take your hundred million bucks, and walk out the door. And maybe that's what Notre Dame became. They maybe they don't actually care about winning anymore. I don't know. Well, and let's head, let's head this all this commentary off right now. What, when you go down this road, what people start saying is, "Who else are you going to get?" I'll throw it to cousin JJ because he lives and breathes coaches and their stats. Just start rattling off people that forget championships, forget playoff. If you go to these specific coaches, you're going to name them for me, and you say, "Here's your job." Mr. Coach, your job is to go to Notre Dame with a four, top 14, whatever they are, recruiting class, with all the facilities, all the money. Your job is to go to Notre Dame and finish ranked. That's your job. Yeah. That's your job. Oh, that's it? Just who, finish ranked? Who are the coaches? You, you ought to be able to finish ranked just based on the name Notre Dame. Who are the coaches that could do that year in and year out? Chris Peterson could do it. Kyle Whittingham could do it. Gary Patterson could probably all do it. All three of those guys. Bronco Mendenhall could probably do it. Chip Kelly? Well, he'd be great at it. I mean, he's he's not Les, even coaching Les now. Les Miles could have Notre Dame ranked every year. I mean, we're not. I'm not God going for, down this road right now. But there, if you said that's the bar, this is what happens when you leave. Bar. By the way, this is what happens when you leave me. With, when you leave the door open, with, is that what you're with, saying? With 15 minutes hey, and, three, and three bourbons down and 15 minutes I to go. I did what I could. I manufactured yeah. the entire. This is like sending Pat Coons out under center to go win the game for you <laughs> after he's I mean, chugging beers. No, I'm, God forbid we went after Tom Herman last year. We didn't even make a run at the guy. I, we didn't even make a run look, at him. The, people get lost. I mean, here's my point. People get lost in this high standard that we do have. The, it's playoffs or bust. People get lost that we're not even We're eclip- pessimistic. We're These not are even facts, Jack. We're not even eclipsing. <laughs> Brian Harson at, at Boise State. Probably. Jeff Brom at Purdue, even from uh, West Western Kentucky. That was a decent hire. I when people Purdue. When people think it's insane to say playoff or bust, they are omitting the fact that there are so many coaches at smaller programs that are ending their season ranked. Year in, which is not and again. This is not even some. Uh, it's not the end all be all. There's no you know, trophy for look, it. Look, Temple is the kind of program that would take pride in finishing the year ranked inside the top twenty-five, five out of the last seven years, or some arbitrary number. That would be a big deal for somebody like Temple, yeah. or Navy, or you know Northern Illinois, or just you know even Michigan State would probably yeah, right. Do with we that. finished ranked in the AP top twenty-five. That's great. You know, their 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 John Heisler would be all over that. That's that's not admirable. And the fact that Brian Kelly hasn't even met that again. I don't want to get in this. The, I I want nothing more than Brian Kelly 2.0, the new Brian Kelly, new new Pepsi, not you know new, new Coke here. Right? Is it, is he Crystal Pepsi now? Because that would not be good. Crystal Kelly. Um, they're bringing Zima back. I heard by the way, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I just heard somebody talk about that last really? night. In fact, it's malt, it's malt, baby. Uh, no, look, I mean, the, the I don't want to, I want Kelly to be successful. I want these coordinators to be great. I want Chip Long and Brian Kelly to coexist in some mega awesome offense. It's super fun to watch that exploits, you know, uh, the talent that Notre Dame has that doesn't rely on one guy who just runs faster than everybody that. You know, it's a low probability play, but hey, if we just launch it, we can get dig ourselves out of any hole against Purdue in a Shamrock Series game in Indianapolis with railroad uniforms on. Like, that that that, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, go out and beat Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl. Go out and beat somebody that matters during the season, like a ranked top ten USC team or Stanford or Georgia 
or someone that's worth it, go beat those teams. Right. Do your damn job and finish the season good, not unranked. And again, I'm not even saying finishing the year ranked 22nd is anything to be proud of. That that's that sucks at Notre Dame. That's, but that you need sucks. to call out that that's not even happening, though. But it's not. Like, it's, that's legit. That, it is not. And if you don't, if you don't see that as a fan, if you don't see the fact that we talk about that as a as a level of as an indicator of success, if you can't recognize that as a fan, you're gone, man. You're just you're lost. You know, you're you you. you there's no hope for you. I'm losing a lot of hope in our in our fan base too. The they're, problem, they're the, suckers. Well, the problem is, is that a lot of these younger, the millennials out there, you know, those millennials, but they haven't experienced winning at Notre Dame. So back in the '80s, you know, they would win nine games and they'd be booing them, and they ran Dave, or Dan Devine out of there. I mean, they they don't know what it is. So like, Look, they're fine if, with winning nine if, games. If McGregor they're got fine with if it. McGregor got knocked out in the second round, and then booked another fight for eight months from now. And you went out, uh, you know, and you went out and you spent another hundred bucks on that thing. And he got knocked out in the third round. And then he booked another fight like eight months from then and got knocked out in the second round and then went out and did it again. If you spend a hundred bucks on that, you're a dumbass. And that's what Notre Dame fans have become at this point. Yeah. And, and that's how the crossroad got built on the heels of a four and eight season. Yeah, which is insane if it you think is. about it. And I mean, and if how many person is saying this isn't a quality product? You're a pessimist. No, I'm a realist, dude. Right, right. I mean, I, I don't even. We haven't done the research, but I don't even want to know how many coaches have had more ranked finishes in the past. Oh God! But again, that's insane. That's, that, There's probably I, twenty. I don't want to do that analysis because that's not even the benchmark for success. If 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 the conversation is shifted to just say that, well, if Notre Dame r- finishes ranked, if all we did is win nine games every year instead of eight games, if we could have Nueve, <laughs> Coach Nueve instead of Coach Osinko, like it doesn't matter, dude. I agree, but I I'm, do, but I do think it's an important point because well, there's a, a lot, but there's a lot of a people step saying. Forward, but Weiss was already a step forward from Shittingham. And I mean, like, but we know everybody knows where we stand, but I think it's important to call it out because even the people that are saying, no, Kelly's, he just needs time. They're, they're premising that on the illusion you, that he's even doing if that. If you and think he's not. eight wins is okay, you're a horrible fan and you're a loser in life, probably. That's what it is. Or you're 11. Or you're 11 and you believe in Santa Claus. And you believe in Santa. <laughs> uh, do you want me to mention that? The gamut, the Notre Dame fan I mean, scale? I think either, we all know the Notre Dame. You lost a tooth and put it under your pillow and got 75 cents from the tooth fairy. 75 you, cents? That's, that's that Notre I'm, Dame money right there. I'm 39, dude. Is, has that, it been inflated? That's that. I don't know. I don't get my Notre, kids. That's that Notre Dame money. No, look, I. Some kid is listening to this podcast right now. Like, what? Tooth fairy. Tooth fairy. Go, go, hey, look, man. Go get your face punched in by Floyd Mayweather. Make your hundred mil, and then you don't have to worry about the tooth Listen, fairy. Listen, if a kid's listening to this, he's a Notre Dame fan, and all illusions. Yeah. Of dreams, yeah, fairies, like, and magic yeah, have been shattered last year, and it's yeah. not our fault. I want Brian Kelly to be successful. I want him to crush Temple, and then I want him to go out and beat Georgia. Do I think that'll happen? I don't. I don't really don't know. I mean, it's hard to say with all these new parts. History would say that Brian Kelly's still probably the same old Brian Kelly. You know, it's it's just a beta version of the 2.0 guy that's got a bunch of bugs. But maybe not. Maybe not. 
but I'm not going to sit by and just let it go by again. We, just, we can't do that. That's not what ND Fan Radio is. Let we me, will talk about ourselves before we will allow a shitty football. Yeah, let me give Let me give my final take on that. I'll throw it to Cousin JJ, and then, then you guys can wrap up. If Notre Dame does something really nice this year, if they get to, let's say, 10 wins or more, here's my biggest fear. My biggest fear is if Notre Dame gets to that level this year, it's not going to be because Brian Kelly did any sort of meaningful 180 or made himself some version 2.0. What it's going to be is that these new coordinators were that impactful or maybe they just get lucky. And either way, you're so much better off having somebody else that brings something else to the table, that brings that elite level to the table. It, my point is, if Notre Dame does something it really, really, and I think it's true for 2012, I don't attribute it because I can't anymore because of what I've seen. I wouldn't attribute Notre Dame's miracle 2017 season to Brian Kelly. I would look for other reasons why that happened. I would say, this must have been because of Long. This must have been because of Elko. This must have been because Wimbush got transcendent this year. I feel bad, but I'm not ready to give any of the credit, no matter what happens this year, to Kelly. And if that's the case... You're a hater. Why is he even here? You know? That's my thing. That's because, what really makes me nervous Swarbrick about him doing well. signed into a well. six-year contract, and they don't have a choice. Yeah, I, look, yeah, yeah. I, I want to... JJ, do you got a final? You got any final ideas, final thoughts here? Anything to say before we roll out? No, I think it was, I think it was a good show today. I think that uh, well, you know I we, appreciate we that, talked man. about the haters out there, but I just think you're you're skipping through uh, Daisy Fields and slow motion singing "Kumbaya," unicorns and rainbows kind of a thing. If you think we're going to win 10, 10 games, I this don't year. know That's if they it. are or not. It. I think they're going to. I I said I the math says they will go nine and four. I couldn't tell you how the hell it happened. Seven, I, seven and five. Here's what I'll say, cousin JJ. If you think that because you have faith that Kelly can produce that, I think you're delusional. If you think it could happen in the world of crazy college football, yeah, it could happen, sure. But I wouldn't attribute it to him. And that's means, that, that means why, why is it him? Why don't you just go get somebody else? Because I wouldn't even attribute it to him. I would attribute it to the coordinators. And you may as well have like a figurehead type I, if, of guy. If, if you Kelly, may as well have Bobby if, Bowden walking up and Kelly down with a cowboy If Kelly still head. sucks and the coordinators are awesome and they go out and they beat teams of con- I don't even want to peg it to a number if they go out and they beat teams of consequence and don't lose to absolute garbage teams they have no business losing to I don't want to say if they finish ranked above this I don't care about that if I say they don't you know they win x amount of- I don't care that that's silly too you go out and you beat everybody you should beat and then you go out and you beat teams of consequence teams that matter teams that people respect teams that people raise their eyebrow when they see that you beat them and then the next year the opponents start to fear you they need to start doing that stuff right not oh hey that's the team that almost beat clemson in a hurricane the teams that almost beat florida state Speaking of hurricanes, check out, uh, there's an article on One Foot Down. I think it was reposted from SB Nation um, with uh, with Hurricane Harvey. There's some links in there, anything you can do to help out with that. Um, my The company that I work, I actually work from home, but the company I work for is based out of Houston. Like every single person in my company is based in Houston. Uh, talk to them today or several of them. Some people fled town. Some people are holed up in apartments. It's an absolute freaking disaster. It's not good. It's not good at all. Check the news. Um, get, get anything educated. you can possibly do. If you're if you're compelled to help out, that would really be appreciated. If you can't, hey, look, that's fine, too, whether it's a financial thing or you're just like, hey, it's not my problem, whatever. I mean, it's your life. But if, if 
check uh, onefootdown.com. There is something on there. I think it was a repost from an SB Nation. It's got like 20 different links. Anything that you could possibly want. You want to help old people. You want to help babies. You want to don't. I mean, everything you could possibly imagine that tickles your fancy. If you want to financially support it, great. If not, think about them, hashtag them, say a prayer, whatever your thing is that you think is going to matter, then then do that. But uh, but there is something on One Foot Down. Please check that out. Josh, I don't – Martin, uh, JJ, not that your opinion doesn't matter here, but I'll, I'll speak specifically. He asked to, to say that we are looking for a sponsor for the show. He did? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Really? I don't know if we're looking for a sponsor for the show. No, we've I, been doing this for like eight or nine years. We've there, never had a sponsor. There can't be any business that's that's that. Pe- that's that pessimistic. I'll put it this way: I'm not going to have a take just because it's a different different opinion than somebody else on the show. If I don't believe in it, and I don't want to sponsor unless it's something that I actually would believe in. Which yeah, it really if it's brown and it comes ner- in a clear bottle, it down to brown juice. Right? What if the exactly. university calls us to sponsor us? Stop! I it. will laugh in their faces. Stop it. Hey, listen, if you are like minded, but they probably I know they listen to the show. If you want to sponsor me talking about myself, I I mean, sure, call me. I'm not, whatever. I I don't, we've never, we've never charged to listen to the show. We've never had a sponsor. We've never thought about monetizing this despite the countless numbers of dollars we have wrapped up in audio equipment. Yeah. Uh, We just, whatever. We do it because we're ND fans, hence the name ND Fan Radio. And we do appreciate our uh, our gracious hosts, One Foot Down. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Indie Fan Radio on One Foot Down, the One Foot Down podcast, part of the SB Nation family of blogs. We got football coming up. Um, we gave you guys hopefully the roadmap to uh, what to expect or at least what we're thinking. Go Irish. If you don't like facts, if you don't like us talking about facts, if you don't like our opinions, if you are just already booking your flight for the championship game and the playoffs and everything else, I mean, hey, look, you know, we're not saying it can't happen. It's not impossible. It's just not probable. We, we like reason and logic, but, you know, never know. I mean, could just get lucky. Thanks for listening.